between the ropes and we are here to shock your system with some amazing pro wrestling talk right here on between the ropes i am drill sarnsey and i could not do it without my tag team partner we've known each other for a long time he's one of my best friends in the world he is the anonymous gm what is going on buddy what's up brother episode what is this episode five uh, how long have we been doing six, this now we're rolling along man rolling along. we are rolling we are rolling it's good to good to be back on just like we are every thursday at nine o'clock yes right here on spotify live right and i'm excited because this is the first time we're getting to preview a pay-per-view and boy it it is an exciting weekend it's, it's a busy weekend ahead this is pay-per-views multiple yes well, it's PLEs in pay-per-views, right? Uh, that, that's true. That's true. It's premium live events. So there's a lot to go through. So let's get right into it because everything that happened from the past week, will, I'm sure, will be covered in the pay-per-views, you know, the previews. So first up, Clash at the Castle this Saturday on Peacock, 1 p.m. Eastern time, an early start time because they are live from, I think it's Cardiff, Wales. Am I not? Am I mistaken there, GM? Cardiff, Wales. You got it right. There we go. So, um, first match. We're gonna. I'm not gonna go. We're, we'll end with the main event, right? So, first match that I uh, pulled up was Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. What is your level of interest in this match, GM? It, it's actually pretty low. I, I get why why Edge and Mysterio are on the card. Um, I get. I get the natural continuation of the feud, but it's nothing that I'm honestly excited about. Um, you know, what comes out of it? Probably a, probably a Dominic Mysterio heel turn that, that everybody's been watching come down the pike. Um, you, you're going to get some, some big pops with, uh, with Finn Balor back in the UK, I'm sure. But it'll, it'll just be a solid match with a couple legends involved and developing, developing Dominic a little bit more. Uh, but my level of interest, you know, call it out a 10. Probably a six. That's pretty high for that. You know, that's actually higher than I give it. I give it a two. I think it's pretty, like you just said, it's, you can kind of see what's happening. Edge and Ray, they should win. And it's, everyone's just waiting for this Dominic turn. And it, they've been, I, I feel like I've been waiting for it since, what was that? Like the Seth and Ray feud back in 2020. Was that 2020? Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we know it's we know it's coming. There has to be some sort of tension between father and son at some point soon. I guess this is probably going to be about the time they keep on dropping the seeds for it. I don't see I don't see Ray turning heel, so I figure it's got to be Dominic. Uh, would be a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. if they went the other way, but uh, I think Dominic's Dominic's the guy right now. Yeah. Now, um, the last thing I I think are you predicting an Edge and Ray victory? Um, I'm saying it's a Judgment Day victory. Judgment Day victory? Um, I think Edge and Ray go over, but I think Judgment Day needs the victory more than Edge and Ray, don't they? They do, and I'd love to see Rhea do something outside of, of just messing around with Dominic and the mind games that she's playing there. I, but I don't know where you where you try to stick Rhea into a, a relevant women's feud at this stage, but I, I hope it's not too much longer that that she messes around and with this angle yeah well the thing is is that she can definitely throw ray around and i think triple h isn't afraid to have the like the women and the men mix it up a little bit so but i i'm you're right i'm ready to see Rhea at some point be going for the title or have a feud with another female that's you know, maybe when Becky comes back as a face and they can feud. 
you know, something like you said that she can sick her teeth into more instead of just being on the outside. Absolutely. Because you gotta, you gotta play the female angle whenever there's only one female involved in a, a feud with, with five guys. So nobody's going to ever take a swing at her or it'd be very surprised Mm -hmm. if, if WWE does that on in PG TV. Yeah. Well maybe TV 14. That was the rumor, right? We'll see if it happens. Yeah. Um, Next match that I found was for the icy title and you have Gunther and Sheamus. Now this is definitely, I think the crowd over there should be eating this up. Insane. This crowd should be insane. I'm calling it a show stealer. I know that's not an uh, that's not an uncommon opinion. A lot of people are, are thinking it's going to be the show stealer, but it's it's going to be a banger room match. Mm-hmm. Two two guys that really work pretty stiff, so I, I expect a lot of physicality and like live, like as Bully Ray calls it, live rounds being thrown in the ring. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I hope uh, the the brutes stay out of it. I hope they keep it kind of a pure one on one. Uh, that's the Brutes and uh, and Ludwig over there. Hope they kind of stay out of it. Um, I don't know about you. I, I do think I do think they give Sheamus the run. Wow. I think they give Sheamus the run. It's it's interesting because it's the only title that's that's he's not had, and he's uh, he's there in the UK. So it, it's you the time to do it. The IC, you think they take the icy title off Gunther that quickly? I think they'd say start trading it. Okay, so they have a they have a back and forth feud that takes them to say. I think it would be awesome to have a best of. Yeah, I would love them to have a best of. No, we're running the we're running the Cesaro angle back. Nah, not the the Cesaro. Even like, are they going to team up at the end? (laughs) Maybe, maybe I don't know. What What do you want to see out of it? I think I think Sheamus should put Gunther over Sheamus. At this point, is uh, I feel like hasn't he been with the company like fifteen years already? It, I feel like he's been there for a long time, at least ten plus, right? He has, but where where do you go? It seems like it would be a lost opportunity to have a one off. Well, maybe that's why, like, you don't want to see interference. Maybe you see Ridge Holland and. Ludwig get involved and then am I am I not mistaken in that Butch has been missing the last couple weeks correct he's been missing until the the Smackdown taping which will air tomorrow so you'll okay you'll see that he listened Um, to my email if you watch any clips of it or actually just watch the taping he brings back the uh the bruiser weight good the bruiser weight outfit at least all right well maybe Pete Dune or Pete Dunn I know um does something and then that's uh, an interference and then w- that's we can have multiple matches because of the interference instead of just a one-off. Because I think I think Gunther can definitely benefit from having multiple matches with Sheamus and then him going over at the end of the feud would I think really ele- elevate him a little bit more than just beating up on guys like the size of Ricochet. So, but it's intriguing. I, I like your theory too about Seamus, but I'm going Gunther. The Gunther is the guy that got the money in. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Plus he's a triple H guy. And, um, I don't know if you haven't noticed there, GM, uh, the triple H guy seem to be getting the pushes. Well, there's <laughs> no, there's no bigger triple H guy than Seamus. They're old training partners and running buddies. Yeah. Well, maybe he's, Sheamus is the new Dolph Ziggler, maybe. <laughs> Even Dolph captured a few titles here and there. Yes. Um, next is Matt Riddle, as he has gotten his first name. His first back. name is back. Yes. Versus Seth Rollins. Um, I think th- these guys should have an um, an awesome match. They're both ex- great, you know, performers. Um, what is your intrigue in the feud with the with these two guys? I tell you what, the promo that they allowed them to run on Raw really mm-hmm. put it over the top for me. So it was kind of just okay. I mean, I'm glad to see Riddle in a in a main event, a bona fide main event feud. But to to give them the uncensored liberty that they gave 
uh, on their their video promo last was say, on didn't, Monday. Didn't one of them drop an f bomb? Oh, they they all they all did. Oh, Riddle Riddle was dropping them left and right, just bleeping them. And nice. you know, Seth Seth got really personal with it about Riddle's wife leaving with the kids, uh, Ooh. and stuff like that. So it was it was good to see it. It was good to see it a little bit more edgy. Mm-hmm. But you know, all that aside, it's going to be interesting though because I don't know if you've seen all the 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 supposed text that got leaked by Riddle's girlfriend. Oh yeah, buddy, mine showed me. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. Um, we'll see if WWE yeah. does anything with that, or if they're uh, okay with it, or what. Well, I mean, there was nothing wrong in the text per se. So there wasn't. He wasn't saying anything abusive or anything like that. It's just, yeah, certainly not a PG text. Yeah, not PG, but they're consenting adults. They didn't do anything illegal. It's just, you know. I would say in the 90s and the early 2000s, it might be an issue, but now... But what if the crowd turns on him? So what if... On Riddle? On Riddle. So, like, what if the crowd in the UK, which you know are going to be... It's going to be a hot crowd. Yeah, I don't know. that. To me, they're like a Toronto, New York, Philadelphia crowd or Chicago in that, like, you can't really go by what they're cheering because they won't cheer for the face like you know wrestlemania 18 is the best example they're cheering for hogan in toronto when he's the clear-cut heel in that match they those are in the uk just they're going to cheer for who they want to and it doesn't matter if you're a face or a heel does does that make sense it makes sense but just like in your example with hogan in toronto it forced that reaction forced wwe to change course on hogan if they weren't ready to do that just yet and it also influenced pretty much every crowd after that show. Yeah. Well, like you said, if maybe they they boo Riddle, wouldn't you like to see a bit of a character change in Riddle and he t- he gets more serious and isn't the bro and like making all the um high jokes and all that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it fits better longer term with with uh Orton when he comes back. Yes. Um real quick who, who do you think wins the match? Riddle. Riddle. So Riddle wins. And I this I was figured you'd say that. Now, Seth loses yet again. Again. Now, <laughs> Seth is a, a main event type guy, but, I mean, can the guy keep affording to lose like like this? Nonsense. <laughs> like, he loses every big match. I, I think... I think it's going to just drive his character even more insane. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think he gets corrected in the win-loss column until he, he moves over to SmackDown officially. So I think he moves over to SmackDown officially in the next draft. Okay. I'm just saying he's like – the guy has like lost big like big match after big match, and I don't agree with – I think the guy's a phenomenal performer, and I think he deserves a win every now and then. Uh, you know. <laughs> and talk, talk about the next Dolph. Could be Seth. Oh, that, that'd be – what a disaster that would be, huh? Who would have saw that coming? Um, <laughs> next is the women's six, six – the six-woman match. That's the, that's the way to do it, right? So we got Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota, and Io. And before we get to that, I want to ask you, were you surprised that Raquel and Aaliyah ended up being the women's tag team champions? I was surprised for about a second, and then I then I thought about it a little bit more, and it I think it's the better move right now. Mm-hmm. Given given who was in the finals, like if they were going to put Leah and Raquel in the finals, um, I I would rather them go over, and it's more interesting for the heels to chase them than mm-hmm. it would be for Raquel and Aaliyah to chase higher level heels. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to have the titles very long. Yeah, I don't um, think the plan was to put the titles on them originally, right? Well, you could have it. They it, it, it could have gone Zoe Stark and and uh, Nikita Lyons. Well, they didn't even make it to the tournament. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, had they stayed in, I think that that would have been the up and coming powerhouse making a name for themselves. Yeah, I tag thought, team. I thought once Toxic Attraction was inserted, I thought they were going to win, and then. Gigi Dolan 
got injured, then I think that really threw a wrench in what Triple H wanted to do. Yeah. I, talk about level of interest. My, my level of interest in this match is not that big at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a fan of six-man tags, honestly. They're kind of just mid-card fillers. Yeah. But I don't see any way that Bailey and her team lose this match. Well, they have, right? They have to win so that we can get to Bailey and Bianca, right? That um, that's the goal, right? Is Bailey and Bianca? It should be. It should be, but Bailey actually hasn't been doing anything like deliberately or directly with Bianca just yet. Yeah, but I think I think that's why they win, and then on. Monday, you know, Monday, if they're able to, I guess they'll make it, they should make it back in time to have Raw live on Monday. Whatever it is, I said so, a few weeks ago, that, get that belt off Bianca. Get it, take it off yeah. her. But I'm saying they win, and then I think Bailey starts, then can on Monday could come after Bianca. And then, you know, the next pay-per-view or two, they'll feud over the the title. So I think that's the goal. So I think you're right in that ba- Bailey probably pins either up. Oh, there you go. Bailey's pinning Oscar because wh- why not, right? Because that's all Oscar's there for is to eat pins for everybody else. So it's because she can't talk, which is un- it's unfortunate. She's amazing in the ring, and she gets a reaction with her facials, and you know she does, but it's it's silly. I mean, her facial reactions they get to a point where they're they're just I don't know. It's just too silly for me. Mm-hmm. The dancing, the attempts at comedy out of her. I'd love for her to just to be a killer and not talk at all. Well, that's what but, they should do. Yeah. Have her be a killer, and then you have somebody else be her mouthpiece. But, like, I thought it should have been Paul Heyman should have been with Rhonda, and that didn't happen. Why not have Paul Heyman, with, like, be her mouthpiece? And she just kills the whole women's division. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't be sold on Paul. I'd love to see a female mouthpiece for her. Yeah, well, who else? What other woman? I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for you, but I, I don't... Heyman is an awkward pairing for Asuka. Maybe Zelina Vega? She can talk. Maybe she's so. Not, she's not doing anything. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what other women, you know... And I feel like this is, you know, bad by me, but I wasn't prepared for that part. But, like... I'm thinking of what other women are very good, like on the microphone that aren't like actively wrestling, you know, I always think of like Paige, but she's gone, you know, she's not coming back. So there's not anybody to call out. That's why you're having a hard time. Yeah. (laughs) There aren't very many women who are good on the mic period. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality of of the industry right now. Yeah. Well, I also, you know, that's just, they got to get more reps under their belt. That's all. And they're getting that now. So it takes, you know the mic. That's I want to say. That's probably the hardest thing to do in wrestling is talk on the mic. It takes. I mean, would it take Roman like six years to finally become comfortable and good on the mic? It's because they finally let him be. Yeah. So. Which I think is going to improve. I think all the mic work is going to improve with with Triple yeah. H in charge. It should. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's get next is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Live versus. Shayna, and before you go, in no world should Liv Morgan beat Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler should beat her inside of like three minutes. But who do you who do you think wins this match? I think Liv wins this match somehow. Somehow, eventually, it has to be Shayna and Ronda. Mm-hmm. I. Because we never went with the four horsewomen angle, right? The four against four. Since we never went in that direction, what's the next best thing? Using the skills that that Baszler and and Ronda have in the relationship already. I think we get to to Baszler and Ronda sooner than later. Probably, I don't don't know that it's WrestleMania worthy, but maybe Rumble. Yeah. Well, I think Triple H, she's a Triple H girl, right? Because he... He had that that title on her for a long time, and I think the NXT title on her twice, if I'm not mistaken. And he's got a lot, a lot to do to repair the damage that the main roster, that like Vince and the main roster did to her. But I think he can, and 
I think you're right. Liv probably does retain, and it's probably I'm going to go out on a limb. Shayna's got her in the care the what is it? She called the care food of clutch, and then Liv like flips over and somehow you know pins while Shayna's holding on. That that's the way. That, to me, that's like the only way that Liv can win this match. It's either that or you see a Ronda DQ. Like yeah. if Ronda shows up and and causes a D, a DQ, mm-hmm. I could I could easily see a triple threat in the future where they take the title off live that way. Kind of like they did with Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte. Yeah. Yep. At SummerSlam a couple years, like, what was that, four years ago, five years ago now? Yeah, Liz, uh, Liz, uh, Liv, Liv is having a good run. It's it's going to be an okay enough run, but it's it's certainly not a long-term run. Yeah. I, li- I like her, it's just... She's not she, believable. That yeah, I was about to say she's not believable to beat a Ronda, to beat a, a Shayna. Like if they if you saw the two of them walking down the street, who were you afraid of? Exactly. You know. Who do you th- like if you saw the two of them, they're about to fight in a bar, like I would say Shayna Baszler is gonna that woman's gonna kick that other girl's ass easily. So Right, and I, you can only sustain that for so long in a, in an angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um all right, next we got the main event. Roman versus Drew for the undisputed title. Have they done enough with Drew to build him up over the last few months to make you believe that they're going to put the title on him this Saturday? Have they done enough? Yes. Do I think they're going to do it? I would love them to, but I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Roman goes over. I think Drew has a fucking hell of a match. I would love for him, if the rumors are true, to bring back his uh, Broken Dreams theme music. Mm-hmm. I think it's the right time for that. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, two and seven eighth counts. Yes. But at the end of it, I don't see Drew having a belt until there is a match where it's deliberately splitting the belts up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my thoughts. Where where are you seeing it happen? Uh, the only if the only thing that gives me hesitation is that they're in Wales, where Drew is very you know not the same country, but very close, right? So the crowd is going to be a hundred percent behind him, going nuts. So you know, imagine that he wins the title the crowd reaction is going to, you know, be insane. That That's the only reason I would think that Drew wins. But to me, they haven't done enough to build him up to where he was in 2020. Like in 2020, the guy was a monster, and he, like, the momentum was behind him. Yeah, it, was start, it started at the Rumble. Yes. I just don't think it's enough to defeat a Roman Reigns who's had the title for two-plus years now. Like, He's just not a big enough star to take the title off of Roman, unless there's some sort of shenanigans where with with Cross. Now, you know, maybe Cross has been going after Drew, right? But now this is he switches and you know he takes out Roman and Drew, you know, wins the title. Now we get a Drew and Cross kind of, you know, going. If, back if they're turning forth. Roman face. Then I see Cross going after Roman or doing something to Roman at, at that pay per view. Could be but an option, I guess. I don't think it's that they're going to turn him face. I just think it's Roman. They've been talking about Roman taking some time off for however long, right? So, you know, if he doesn't have the belt, he can take even more time off. So to me, I think Cross, and then he, on Friday, he says, My plan all along was to put the title on you because I know I can beat you for the title. Well, you know, whatever. Right, and then they feud until Roman is ready to come back. You know, Roman's going to be a champion by WrestleMania. We know that's going to happen. It's just a matter of whether or not he loses any belts in between. Yeah, I don't think he loses. That that's just a a wild theory. You know, I because I just don't think Drew can't beat him straight up. Like Drew should not be pinning him one, two, three straight up in the middle of the ring. Like, so you don't see you don't see a Brock situation. You don't see a WrestleMania. What was it? Thirty five. Well, where Drew, Drew, Bo- where, where Brock. Drew beat Brock clean square. 
it was different. Brock wasn't, you know, that was Brock's going away. Like, you know, Brock's never around for too long. This is Roman's been the champ for two years and they've built him to where the guy is on. He is an unstoppable monster at this time. You know, he's beaten Brock, what, three times in the last less than a year. He beat Cena. He, he beat he beat didn't he beat Drew for the title? He did. That was at was it at WrestleMania? No, this was like in before. It was uh, a class of champions. Class of champions. Or maybe he beat somebody else. I don't know. But he's beaten Drew before. He he beat Drew when when they both had the belts. It was yeah. at Clash of Champions. Yes. I'm just saying he's he's beating everybody. And like I said, I liked Drew twenty twenty and then once they took the title off him, they've really kind of not done him any favors. And then they've built him up in the last couple, you know, month or so. But I don't think it's enough to be like, oh, you should be taking the belt off of Roman Reigns at this time. I just, I just don't. I, don't. I, I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. I'd love to see it happen, but I don't think it will. Yeah. So, and um, aren't there rumors of swirling that Tyson Fury might uh, show up? There are. Yeah, there are. That and isn't another uh, monster supposed to show up on Monday as well? <laughs> That's what the rumors say. Yeah, I guess we'll 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 talk about that next week. It but. was it was surprising that monster got released in the first place, but Triple H is undoing certain decisions. Yeah, well, I think he, as long as he's not doing comedy and they're not, he's not the next big show. I'm all for bringing him back and back to the monster among men men and he's barely talking just beating the shit you know running through people i'm i'm all for that i don't we don't need him talking very much so um we got sugar shane falco in the house and he's really going to appreciate this next because he loves his nxt tuesdays calls it toxic tuesdays and now we're going to get into takeover worlds collide which is going to be going on sunday at 4 p.m eastern so a lot of – I want to say this is a show that I'm going to be deferring to you a lot, GM. This is basically a show to put an end to the NXT UK and unify all the belts, correct? Correct. They're unifying all the belts with the exception of the North American where they have their special guest with Ricochet yes. showing up to challenge uh, Carmelo there. Yes. I, I, loved, I loved how they've set this up just over the past, call it three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they know what they need to get done. They have to establish at least the baseline for NXT Europe. Yes. They needed to do something with the NXT UK stars that they retained. So I said it a few weeks ago, I love the invasion type angle that has been going on. It's not over the top, but it is introducing the top stars from UK or the most marketable stars from UK into the regular broadcast. Mm-hmm. And they've done it pretty creatively. I, last the, the the go home show on Tuesday was awesome. I I enjoyed it. They had all the former champions show up that really meant anything. Uh, they had them do backstage segments or, or video segments with the current champions. Uh, they tried to make things important with the conversations that they had. Uh, if you ha- if you haven't watched it, which you probably didn't, you're you're missing out on another great episode of NXT 2.0. Okay, well, if they go back to black and gold, I'll I'll be I'll be tuning back in. But um, let's run through these matches quickly. Um, so I think it's first is the tag team championship, which is a four way. This should be pretty, pretty interesting. You know, pretty wild. You got Gal Gallus. Is that how you say it? Gallus? Yep. Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus the Creed Brothers versus Brooks and Briggs. So who do you, who do you got in this match? I got the Creeds. The creeds. I got the creeds in that match. Okay. Well, um, are they still are they still having this diamond mine feud going on with them and uh, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty volatile. Roddy is in the background. You could. They're building the tension. They're building some sort of turn at some point. They, they've already said overtly, explicitly on in the angle that the the creeds believe Roddy's sabotaging the group. Uh, Roddy keeps maintaining his innocence. It, it's pretty basic stuff, but the Creeds yeah. are awesome. 
the the creed's in-ring work is is pretty cool it's very different it's 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 almost like the steiners on steroids oh wow okay like they're really really innovative with their amateur background and and what they do with their move set um in the ring really great to watch all right but okay. yeah I, I see the creed's taking it creed brothers it is all right Next is the NXT Women's Tag Championship. We have Katana Chance. I want to say that's formerly Casey Catanzaro, right? That's right. And Caden Carter. Now, didn't they change her name, so, but, so they changed it back? Caden Carter has always been her name. Okay. I thought they uh, changed it when they changed Casey Catanzaro's name, too. But I'm sorry. And then they'll be going versus Nikki and Dewdrop. <laughs> um, damn. You're in the tag team tournament, and next thing you know, they you get a women NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. Um, so, what, what do you think? Who who wins this one? I, I don't think Nikki and Dewdrop win. I, I think it stays with the champs. Um, just interesting to bring Nikki and and Dewdrop back to NXT. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had any other tag team for uh, for the current champs. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. You know, level of interest in that match isn't very high. It's yeah. just kind of a mid-card filler. Maybe they lose and we get the old Nikki and Piper Niven back after this match. Call her Viper. I mean, give her her real name back, her, her okay, original fine, name back. Whatever. I'm just saying, that instead of this Dewdrop bullshit, right? It's going to be Dewdrop. The name is stuck, but appreciate it maybe for what it is. Grab a drink during it. I don't know. It's it's yeah. not a not a high interest match for me, but I'm sure it'll appeal to some people. Next is what I think might be the match of the weekend, and that is for the North American Championship: Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Um, these guys need no story. They these guys can go in the ring. It, I feel like you give them. 25 minutes and you could have like a five-star instant classic match between these two guys. What do you, what are your thoughts, GM? Agree. I don't know if it's going to be a match of the weekend, but I think it's going to be a match of the night. Smart move to, to bring Ricochet down just to, to create some buzz uh, since he's not going over to, to Cardiff. But mm-hmm. I think Carmelo goes over. I don't see them putting a North American title on Ricochet. I think, I think it's it's just meant to be a, a hell of a match uh, on TV. I think it's meant to elevate Carmelo a little bit more, even. And I just I loved Ricochet showing up on Tuesday, but it, he still gets exposed every time he has to cut a promo. Yeah, he can't talk. He just sounds so hesitant when he talks, nervous even mm-hmm. that it, it doesn't it breaks the charisma. So yeah. I hope someday he figures that out because we know he can go and and go with any any size opponent Mm -hmm. but this is just meant to be a hell of a match and i'm going to appreciate for what it is and look forward to seeing carmelo go over yeah i agree i think carmelo goes over i have you know i don't unless this wwe talent is going to be moved down to nxt permanently these little pop-ins are just meant to help get the other guys all over so i'm I, i would probably want to watch this match i think it'll be outstanding um Next, we got the women's championship match. You got Mandy Rose, whose career has been revitalized since moving to NXT, versus, I want to say it's Miko Satamora and Blair Davenport. So, got a triple threat here. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this match, GM? This is an interesting one. I- I'm wondering if they use it to finally get the belt off Mandy so that they can start shifting her back to main roster. Mm-hmm. I actually see Davenport taking it in a surprise. Hmm. So, I mean, Mako Satomura, I've watched some of her stuff. Uh, her reputation kind of precedes herself um, yeah. just in doing research and just seeing the few matches that I've seen out of her. Best, best female nickname in the business. I mean, the final boss. How fucking cool is that? Yeah, that's fucking cool. That's that's a that's a great that's a great nickname. Yeah. Um, she's been doing it for thirty years. You know, she's an aging talent. I I don't see her being the flag bearer for NXT Europe, mm-hmm. but Bea Priestley, Blair Davenport, absolutely could be. 
And it's a good opportunity to get the belt off Mandy without necessarily having her take a loss. Yeah. Now, Blair, is she from NXT UK as well? I'm not very sure. She is. Yep. Okay. So how did, just real quick, how did she get added to the match when, I know Miko is the NXT UK champion, correct? Correct. So how did how did Blair Davenport get added to the match? They just they just brought her in in a backstage interview. Oh, okay. She she basically called her shot if I remember it right. I don't remember any of the, the exact okay. details. I just remember a backstage segment where she wanted in and they brought her in. I said she was Sugar Shane said she was number one contender. I knew, I knew he would know. He watches every week. Um, I think you're right. I she was number one contender in UK, Shane. Yeah, he probably it's yeah. And that's why she said, I was the number one contender. Yeah, he said yes. So, there you go. Um, GM, I think you're right in that this is the time to get the belt off Mandy. And you can bring up all of Toxic Attraction once Gigi is recovered from her injury. And now they're all on the main roster as like a, a real legit female faction not like this kind of makeshift one that bailey had has thrown together i agree i agree i think i think it's time mandy has had a fucking solid run she has completely changed the trajectory of her of her character mm-hmm. yeah. it's time it is um next in the uh, main event for this will be braun breaker versus tyler Bate for the nxt championship um I want to get into Braun Breaker, but what what do you how do you think this match goes? Uh, I love Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate's fun to watch in the ring. I don't see him beating Braun though. Mm-hmm. I I don't see it. So I you know basically at the end of it I see two belts staying with NXT and I see the female belt trying to establish NXT Europe for now. Okay. So he doesn't beat Braun, but I mean, how much how much longer does this guy need to stay in NXT? Like to me, he's been main roster ready since pretty much the Royal Rumble of this year. Like it depends on what they're when, looking for. See, his match quality hasn't been good in NXT. They, yeah, but that's it's just not like, interesting. I think the issue now is with Vince. To me, he was like a a Vince guy, like. A perfect Vince mold, like a little cartoonish, big guy, a lot of power and energy, can cut a halfway decent promo. Talks like a Steiner. Yes. (laughs) But now with Triple H in charge, I feel like the trajectory of him might change a little bit. Don't don't you? It could, but where do you put him? I don't don't know where you put him yet. To me, I thought he was a guy that... You have a you have him debut at the Rumble. He has like a big match at Mania, and then you're grooming him to eventually have a main event match against Roman Reigns at some point. Maybe at WrestleMania. Yeah, you do, but you're gonna you're gonna put him on ice for three months before the Rumble. See that that's where I'm. Just the timing. I don't know if the timing is there. No, yet. I meant I was talking about last year. I thought they should have debuted him at the Rumble this, oh, this really? last year. Oh, yes. No. And then he had not, you know, had a big match at WrestleMania where he went over and then slowly groom him to be ready to face Roman. But that's like I said, that was when Vince was in charge. To me, he's a total Vince guy. He doesn't fit the Triple H mold, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a U.S. title picture guy. I don't see him intercontinental because he already beat he already beat Gunther in NXT. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they can bring him to SmackDown to have him chase that mid card title just yet. So if they do bring him up, I, I think it, it would have to be raw and it would have to be somewhere in the, the Lashley tier. Yeah. I just, to me, that's like, uh, isn't that a bit of a, I just thought he was a guy that you could put the rocket ship to and, you know, shoot to the moon. But we'll see. I mean, I guess he's going to rule the roost in NXT for a little bit longer. Which I think he should. I think I think he should probably carry there another probably three to six months. And then maybe in the, the turn of the calendar year, do something with a crossover. That or what? Do you maybe debut him after the, the Mania, after Mania next year? 
like Could he be. always do. Could be. He's only 24 years old, so he's got – Yeah. There's, I just there's plenty of time. He's he's a guy to me that he's he's ready. Like he's ready for the main roster. Like he didn't need to be down in NXT for like two years learning the system. Like he's been learning. He's a Steiner. He's good. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like he's been learning since he was like five years old. So, you know, and I think they need to do a name change when he comes up and do like throw the Steiner name. Like didn't they have a didn't they have something with the Steiner name originally for him? Maybe. I don't know. My memory's failing me on that one. It was like Rex Steiner or something. Oh, like yeah, that. Rex. Yeah, you're, you're right. Rex Steiner was supposed yes. to be was one of the they, names considered, I guess. Yes, and I think they should do that. And, I mean, they already had his dad on the – they were his dad on NXT multiple times. So, you know, but that's just me. Um, now we're going to get into AEW's All Out on Sunday. Trash. I've already skipped trash the, the pre-show because there was three match matches on that. There is oh, one, there's seventeen matches. Seventeen matches for another fucking six-hour pay-per-view one, out of them. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's ridiculous. Nine, eleven matches. There's eleven matches. That's not including the pre-show. Holy shit! What a it it's like their WrestleMania. It's like their WrestleMania. It's gonna end up being but worse. Like a five hour show. Well worse. It's not as it's definitely not as good as WrestleMania. I'm very concerned about this show. But we'll we'll kinda speed through these. Um first it said we got Miro with Darby and Sting versus the House of Black. Who cares? I, I think it's stupid. I understand <laughs> it's like, oh, we can get them all on the show and I mean, you're we can get them all on the show. We already job to the Dark Order. Uh, Miro might be doing something interesting with the Redeemer and the House of Black, but it's now convoluted because they had to do something with Darby and Sting. Yes, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, and it, it should have just been Miro and, and Alistair Black and called it a day. Well, they've been they've been Black and Sting have been kind of feuding. Well, that's another one that doesn't make sense for the last like month and a half. The thing is, is you're gonna have the house like. Because Tony Khan, just for whatever reason, Sting cannot lose a match, right? And so you're going to have House of Black lose to Miro, Darby, and Sting. Like, that makes absolutely no sense. No, like, like just have Darby eat the pin. The guy, the guy is unbelievable. Like, he's not a believable as a small guy. You know, he's like, what is he, 140 pounds soaking wet? Or less. He, he's less than a cruiserweight. Yeah. So have him eat the pin. I know he does, you know. He's whatever. about the size of James Ellsworth. Probably. You're probably right. But I just, I don't like it. I feel like House of Black gets buried, and it, it's like, what what are you doing with these guys then if you're just going to have them keep losing, right? But that's just, that's me. Um, who, do, who do you got winning this one? I, I, again, I don't know. It's it, Miro, Miro and company, Miro and the random emo guys. Shane, no way. Darby Allen is dating Gigi Dolan? Used to. Okay. Were they were they married? I didn't know that. They were either when, married or they were engaged. But when she was Priscilla Kelly? When she was, yeah, Priscilla. Okay. <laughs> Shane says good. They are done. Doors <laughs> open. All right. There you go, Shane. Shoot your shot, buddy. Um, next up is Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Who do you, who do you got in this there, GM? Hobbs, I got Hobbs, but this is this is another one where they did it a disservice because they actually tried to build a story around this, mm-hmm. but they didn't carry it week to week or even episode to episode. So it just it's kind of gotten lost in their roster bloat. Yeah, i I know what you mean. They they did they did it like one week and then for like two weeks Starks would come out, but Hobbs wasn't out yeah. there to do anything. So. I get, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Um, Hobbs was, was probably them. in the back trying to like hide Thunder Rosa from the rest of the roster. All right, hey, I will not allow any of that negative talk about Thunder Rosa on this show. All right, love. She won't show. be on the pay per view, so we probably don't have to talk about her anyway. Okay, enough, enough with the Thunder Rosa negativity talk. All right, um, I think I'm gonna go. Hobbs, Hobbs should go over, but I, 
feel like Ricky will probably go over. He's he's got he's more correct charismatic than Hobbs, so that's uh, charismatic. Absolutely, another guy though that is severely undersized. Yes, he's put. He's it, now. It looks silly. It he, really does. It does. He has put on some size, but he still is way smaller than Hobbs. So his spear is fantastic. That's that's one thing I'll give him. His, the way he hits the spear mm-hmm. is awesome. It, except he's like a, a paper airplane doing it. Yeah, because he's probably like five ten at most. So yeah, five ten. Darby, you said is one forty. Starks is probably one fifty. Nah, Starks. I told you, Starks put on some muscle. He's like one eighty, man. <laughs> but but Hobbs is like two, you know, six three two seventy. He looks like a fucking offensive lineman. So, um, but yeah. Um, next we got Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Uh, uh, this Jack Perry. He said it on the thing. Jack Perry, good. He's coming in as Jack Perry, not Jungle Boy. Good. Get rid of the – he needs to drop – after this feud, that Jungle Boy thing needs to be dropped. So Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. I really enjoyed this feud and what we've gotten some actual character and talking out of the form, you know, formerly Jungle Boy, where before he just put on good matches. Now he's talking and actually getting some character and get rid of the Jungle Boy. He's now Jack Perry. So – very good. What what do you who do you think goes over in this match? I'll give it that. I think Jungle Boy goes over. Mm-hmm. He should. Christian Cage has no, like what you know. Christian wins. Cage, Cage has done his thing. I said it last week. Cage has yeah. had his small run. He had his comeback run. He is mm-hmm. an enhancement heel at this point. Yep. Let it go till his contract expires, and then he can rejoin Edge before Edge retires. Yeah. And like I said, he's brought he's helped elevate. Jack Perry to another, you know, another level. So that's, I think he's done his job. I actually don't know about that comment. I think you're wrong there. I don't know how he's elevated him. He's maybe coached him up a little bit, but do I see Jack Perry or baby Tarzan as a legit main event threat? Hell no. Well, it's to see what does he do after, after this match with Christian. That's another guy that's severely undersized. So he is, he, but he's putting on muscle. He's put on like 15 pounds of muscle. I think he has the frame to put on more, but we'll see. Um, next up, we got Danielson and Jericho, which should be a phenomenal match between these two guys. Um, what do you, what do you think about what we get? We've gotten from Danielson and Jericho so far. Not bad. Not bad. They're going to put on a hell of a match just because it's it's those two. Mm-hmm. It this is really all about the pet project that is Daniel Garcia. Yes. At the end of it, it's not really even about Danielson or Jericho. So that part of me loses interest a little bit. I'll appreciate the match for what it is or what I read about it because I'm not buying it. <laughs> and you know, we'll we'll just continue to see the character progression for Daniel Garcia. Okay. Well, our buddy in the chat, Sugar Shane, he might have a a password he can share potentially. So, you know, I'll let you know if uh, if I find out there, GM. Okay. So- sounds good. All right. Um, next up is the we have the casino ladder match, which um, we have Ring of Honor champion Claudio Castagnoli is in it. Uh, Ring of Honor pure champion Wheeler Yuta. Then you have Ray Phoenix. You have Penta. You have Andrade. You have Roosh, you have Dante Martin, and the wild card as well. Um, just reading those names with the ladder, this match should be absolutely fucking insane. What do you should, think? Should be. So this ladder match, the casino ladder match, do they use that like a money in the bank? Yeah, uh, well, no. It's just you get a champion. It's not you can't call your shot. You'll get a championship match, and it's usually like two to four weeks after the after the paper. Oh, so just on a random dynamite, you get a championship match. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, Shane, I'm mistaken. It's I've, that's what I think. It's never been like I have it. And now like at the end of the championship match, I can run in and cash it in. It's like you have, it's, it's like a two to four weeks after and on Dynamite they have a match. I don't know. Pick your winner and then I can just disagree with what you say. So who are you gonna pick? Um I'd say Claudio probably wins. That doesn't make any sense. He's already Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, and you could do title, you know, unless 
You know, unless oh gonna... my god, They're, Tony Khan is not going to do Ring of Honor champion against the the only j- legit champion he could probably face. It would be the world champion, and he's not going to do that on a dynamite. Yeah, well, he just he just had a world title match two a week and a half ago on fucking dynamite. <laughs> oh so. yeah, we know what disaster that was. Hopefully, yes, he learned his yes. lesson. Um, I just think the the match should be amazing with the people that are in it, all guys that can jump, you know, fly around. Phoenix is going to do something crazy. I think Dante Martin's going to do something crazy. Uh, I'm going to go with Roosh. Roosh? El Toro Blanco. Okay. All right. You think MJF is the wild card? No, not a chance. That's a waste. To me, <laughs> to me, I MJF, can't wait till he is. I cannot wait till he is so you can is, sit there and throw your hands up in the air and blast Tony Khan next Thursday. It's so stupid. Like, if MJF is going to show up, it needs to be at during the main event, not during the freaking casino ladder match. You know, do I want to see MJF show up? Of, fuck yes, of course. They desperately need him to come back, but not during that match. Um, here's another match that I get, I like. What the fuck are they doing? Wardlow and FTR are now teaming up again versus Jay Lethal and the, the Motor City Machine Guns. Like, what? What? What the? What is this? What a is week this? later, I still don't understand it. I don't either. I, I still don't understand it. Obviously, FTR Wardlow are going over. You're going to end up with random power bombs on small guys. You're yeah. probably going to end up with Santum Singh some somehow in the ring, and maybe you get the power bomb on Singh by the end of the night or the end of the match or afterwards. I hope so. He's been talking about it, so. But that's it. There's nothing interesting to it at all. No, and I feel like he's wasting FTR in how great they are. Like, put on classic after classic, and how about, um, I want to say it's Dash, right? Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, he's not the one, not Cash Wheeler, Dax. Dax, sorry, Dax Harwood. He's putting on ridiculous singles matches every time he's been out as a single in the past couple months. So you're buying into his own hype? You're, you're, you're jumping on his own train where he's saying he's the, the best wrestler in the world? I don't think he's the best wrestler in the world. I'm just saying, like, when I watch him, he he's putting on excellent matches. So, um, yeah, I saw they're not in the machine in the video game. They might. I heard they're a downloadable character, Shane, is what, I've, what I'm hearing. So um, now we find – now, after all that, GM – now I'm finally going to get into some championship matches, and we have uh, yeah, that'll five start in, of them. In, five, <laughs> five of them. In hour five, we'll start getting into this. Yes. Um, we have the TBS championship, Jade Cargill versus Athena. Um, Again, who cares? They haven't, they haven't built this up in weeks, it feels like. Have they been even on TV in the last three weeks? I don't know the last time I seen them on TV other than maybe a rampage like backstage segment. It definitely hasn't been on Dynamite, which you would think Dynamite's on TV is it Dynamite's on TBS, is it not GM? It is. It is, right? So don't you think your TBS champion would be on Dynamite, right? You would think, Tony. You would I, think. Yeah. Um Let's be real. Athena is a hundred times better than Jade in the ring, but they're not going to take the title off of Jade just yet. No so chance. Jade, Jade goes over. Um, next, we have the tag team championship match. Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Scissor me, GM. Yeah. But again, like you said, I think we talked about this last week. Where does – Zero story, right? Why do I care about this? I, yes. I, this whole card is littered with why do I care? Like I, I don't care about any of it. So Swerve, Swerve, and Keith Lee—they've had the title what a month now? Maybe six weeks. Maybe six weeks. Mm-hmm. The acclaimed should go over, but I don't. I don't see them pulling off the the championships right now. Yeah. I don't I don't either. And it's and it's like like we use like we talked about like all of a sudden they get a championship title match 
like a week before the the show with no no build up. Like I love the acclaim, but they've been hanging out with the Ass Boys and Billy Gunn for that. That's the feud they've been having for the last three months, and that's over. And now it's like, oh, we're just we're gonna give you a title match. Yeah. And why FTR has three tag team title belts from across the world? Mm-hmm. Why are they not doing a program with Swerve and and Keith Lee? If they're doing a belt collector, anything, why aren't they? Why isn't that the marquee mashup? Maybe after this, then we'll get that at the next pay per view, full gear. I think that's a good idea. I like the idea you just threw out. I will send it. I will send an email, GM. Okay, send it. I'll send an email to Tony Khan. Um, next, uh, we're gonna have an AEW Women's Interim Championship. Fatal four-way between Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida. Um, oh, I want them to give it to Hayter so bad. I want Tony to give it to Hayter so bad just to stick it to Thunder Rosa. <laughs> Why? Why? What's with this? What's with the disgust for, uh, for Thunder Rosa? She's in. She is in. Look, I know you know her somewhat personally because you've been a fanboy for a little while now. I, uh, I don't see the appeal, dude. She can't talk. She she works sloppy as hell in the ring, and she's obviously pissed everybody off backstage. I cannot believe you. Put the Slander. belt on Hater. Slander. Anyway, um, I think Jamie Hayter is a star, but I just don't. She is, and then you can go Hater, Hater Brit. Yes, I just don't see the. I don't see Tony pulling the trigger. I have a feeling Tony Storm is going to end up with the title. Oh, so predictable. Yeah, well, he's predictable, is he not? <sighs> I mean, do you put the title back on Britt Baker again, and we run? I mean, no. I, love- I think that's, that's that ship has run its course at this point. Yeah, but you I can love- have you can have Brit Chase more a, a more personal angle. So you could yes. have Brit Chase hater. Mm-hmm. And then what? But Brit becomes a face again. It's, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I think Tony. I think unfortunately Tony Storm is the one that uh, wins the title. So. Um, All I right. Like Tony, I like Tony Storm, but. What's the next waste of time? We got uh, two more matches to go. We got the the new trios title, which is the elite versus either <laughs> the Dark Order or Best Friends. What I don't understand is I still haven't seen the match yet because I'm just with fantasy football drafts and stuff. I've just been super busy this past. All week. my drafts are on Tuesday. I heard that. The mat this the match on Dynamite on Wednesday was absolutely phenomenal between the Elite and Aussie Open, and that Will Ospreay was. Insane. The match came off as expected. By phenomenal people, people overuse the word phenomenal with a bunch of spots. It was a spot monkey match. It was a lot of fast paced overselling. All the things, all the great things that the Bucks and Omega and Osprey do. I don't really know much about Aussie Open's work, mm-hmm. but it was a fun match to watch. It it was full of spots and overselling. Yeah, which that's that's an a that's that's a staple of AEW. To me, is why not have that? That should have been the final. That should that yes. that should have been the final, or even Death Triangle could be in the final. Yes, but like, or, or House of Black could have House been in the of Black, But like, best friends are Dark Order. I mean, even if you stick Hangman in, in Dark Order for that for that trios, and you end up with the Dark Order with Hangman against the Elite, okay, been done. Yeah, like there's you know that the Elite are winning the titles. Like there's no there's no like oh my god who's gonna win? And I like I just think that to me that is an AEW match that Aussie Open versus the Elite. That that's like I don't think the Elite win. You think they lose? I, I think they end up facing Dark Order and lose. Okay. That I'm calling my shot there. That that's right. my uh 
that's my pick. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. I'm going with the elite. You don't bring Kenny Omega back to not put these fucking titles on him. So um, that's just me. Um, next, we're going to hit this main event. Um, Moxley and Punk again. Again. Um, is there any way that Moxley retains? No. In, chi- in Chicago. No. I, which, is, which, is, which makes me even more mad about last week. Mm-hmm. The title change should have never happened. I think now in hindsight, they probably just did the title change to, to set up the promo that Punk just made yesterday. Yeah. I think that's the only reason they did the title change to have him come back as, as a hero in Chicago with, yes. with the, the Chicago world behind him. Mm-hmm. And then put the title on him. Put the title Chicago on him, and then you have, have MJF. Go absolutely nuts, right? Yep, you have MJF show up, nuclear heat, all that. Yeah. So it ends up being Moxley as the waste of time. Yeah. But I, that's about as far as this goes for me. Yeah, I'm extreme, like extremely disappointed in that. You built up this match last week on Dynamite. Like biggest me, biggest AEW match of all time. Yes. Biggest Dynamite main event ever. It wasn't even the main event, it was in the middle of the show. Um and Moxley beats him in three fucking minutes. It was three minutes and one second. Three minutes and one fucking second. And and to pull, punk hurt his ankle, right? Okay, whatever. Right? So a week and a half later. I'm supposed to believe that now Punk is better and is going to be able to beat now beat John Moxley after John Moxley beat the shit out of him in three minutes. Magically healed. Tony Khan's power of uh, of of medicine. So so terrible storytelling. Now at the end, like you said, if MJF shows up and we're get you know you're getting nuclear heat, no one's going to give a shit in a month. You know. So, um, you're, you're going to get it in Chicago. The crowd, the crowd is going to be hot the entire night because it's Chicago. Yes. So your, your live show is going to be fantastic. It's going to come across fantastic on TV. It's going to create a whole lot of buzz for what it's worth. It is just very short sighted. Yes. Now, like you said, if, if MJF comes back and he gets that nuclear heat reaction, and now we're going to have another story between uh, MJF and Punk, then I'm okay with it, and I hope MJF beats the shit out of him and takes the title off him at full gear. Because I'm tired of CM Punk. I'm ready for him to go away. It was nice, nice while it lasted. Like I. He doesn't need to have the title, in my opinion. I agree. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But some of us, probably you, you're going to waste seven hours on this, and and then you're left with nothing for the next dynamite. Yep. We'll see, you know. Back back where you started. As long as I don't have a bunch of rematches, I'll be okay. All right. You know. <laughs> as long as I don't have that, I'm good to go. For the next Dynamite, which, um, by the way, I have tickets for Dynamite, the Grand Slam, and I also have tickets for the show the week after that for Dynamite. Is, is that the one at Arthur Ashe? Yeah, the Arthur Ashe. I have tickets for that. I got tickets through VetTix for free. So Very cool. Yep, and then I got tickets for Dynamite in Philly the week after. So should be a lot of fun. I'm going to a lot of wrestling, actually, there, GM. I'm going to... A PPW show, a show in Jersey, another sh- a CCW show in Delaware again. And uh, real quick, by the way, um, I want to give a shout-out to Mission Pro, Capital Championship Wrestling, and I think it's Pennsylvania Pro Wrestling alum, Danny Moe, Kayla Sparks, and Katie Arquette, who were the three women that you saw on Monday Night Raw this past uh, Monday, GM, that faced uh, Bianca... Oscar and uh, Alexa. So it was cool 
to see them. The kids were very excited to see them on TV. Nice. Good, good, good to see them getting some time and recognizable for those that follow them. Yep. So, um, but yeah, with, so to put a bow on the show, which show are you most excited about for the three this weekend? In order? No, no, just the just one. No, I need all three. Just, just one. I, I would probably say Clash. Okay. I think that just because of the event, the event in the UK, it's going to be an amazing crowd. Yeah. Uh, I like the match lineup overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Seamus and Gunther, that for me, that that's what sells the show, honestly. Okay. And that's your match of the weekend, correct? That That is my match of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say... I'm I'm as an AEW guy. I'm gonna go all out. Oh, uh, you mark. Yeah, I'm a mark. That's fine. Uh, all but out. Is you just fine. said it was a terrible show for the last twenty minutes. I'm still gonna be like more into and pop more for each match probably than the WWE shows. Unfortunately, that's just how I, you know I, I enjoy that style of wrestling now. But I will say that I think Ricochet and Carmelo steal steal the weekend that they have the match of the weekend not not a bad choice yeah um uh, even though like are you gonna watch it are you even gonna watch worlds collide text text me when um that match is on i'll turn it on all right i'll check it out then sounds good i just i have a lot going on this weekend there's like a surprise uh surprise birthday party and so I won't even be able to probably watch all of Clash at the Castle. I'll have to watch the replay. Oh, I'm watching day. full replays on all of them. The, the the times are just so inconvenient for both of these shows for me. This yeah, weekend. so that's what I mean. It's like I I won't watch probably live. I just won't have a time till till maybe Monday. I don't I don't know. So you know. All right. Um. Any any final words before we uh, sign off? None. It's going to be a busy weekend for, for everybody, it sounds like, but it's good to see the different content and a lot of talent on display this weekend. So looking yes. forward to seeing what happens and then and then uh, talking about it. Talking about it the day before my birthday next week. So yes, looking forward to a good show. Turn the big 4-0. Suddenly. Yes. Suddenly 40. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. Um. I just want to echo what you said. It, a lot of wrestling to watch this weekend, which is awesome. And, you know, let's stop, you know, stop fighting in the wrestling community on what's better or whatever. Just enjoy, try, you know, enjoy it. And that plenty of wrestling out there for everybody to consume and enjoy. So enjoy it. And then have an excellent Labor Day weekend, my friend. You too, brother. All right. So uh, we will be back. Next Thursday, 9 o'clock Eastern time here on Spotify Live. Until then, enjoy the pay-per-views, everybody, and go and support your local uh, independent wrestling, and have a great week. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace.